Alright, let's kick this thing started. What's up, everybody? Get over here. There. My dog's gotta run around. Because I'm recording. So, to pick up where we left off last time, Hunter Biden's laptop, right, got picked up or stolen or fallen into the wrong hands, and uh, these emails are now public, excuse me, uh, where... A Ukrainian oligarch or rich rich Ukrainian businessman in our terms uh, is thanking him for giving him access to the vice president uh, his father and different things of that nature also In my opinion, we have the media remaining dead silent on it. I haven't seen a lot, heard a lot. They had uh, dueling town hall meetings on it tonight. Or on, excuse me, on the presidential. The presidential candidates had dueling town hall meetings. ABC had uh, Joe Biden. NBC had Donald Trump. The... Uh, the email scandal not to be outdone then the New York Times today puts out a story that that phone records indicate that multiple members of the Trump campaign not Trump himself had contacts with Russian officials now, we've already learned in the past week that, or past weeks, that Hillary was behind the notion of a Russian collusion or Russian meddling in our affairs. But the New York Times goes ahead with this story of the pre all the president's men basically, uh, talking with Russian officials about election meddling. So it's kind of like, you know, the New York Post drops a, a bombshell game changer on... Joe Biden and his son proving that Biden lied about his quid pro quo in regard to happenings with Burisma, the Russian oil and gas company, or 
excuse me, Ukrainian oil and gas company, as well as lying about his knowledge of his son's overseas business dealings. And believe, believe you me, Hunter Biden is no overseas businessman. So let's do a quick... search and see if anything new has come up here. Feds examining alleged Hunter Biden emails are linked to foreign intelligence operation. You haven't heard more about Hunter Biden emails because Twitter and Facebook don't want. Hunter Biden demanded Chinese billionaire pay $10 million for introductions alone. Email shows. Okay, so it's starting to trickle out now. Seven hours, four hours ago. Uh, what we know and don't know about Hunter Biden's alleged laptop. So, uh, you know, this is a uh, a thing where, you know, if this was Donald Trump, it would be reported as though it were the gospel. Like, if this was Don Jr., uh, you know, his laptop... It would be the gospel, but the media is taking their time on this because it's Hunter Biden. Uh, I just want to follow up there because it seems like this should be the end to the Biden campaign. Now, yesterday it was reported that Biden was suspending his campaign because of this controversy. Today, it's reported... I was scratching my nose, by the way, not picking. Uh, the people that can't see me on the podcast probably wonder what the hell I'm talking about sometimes. Um, but I have to... For the people that can see me scratching my face and whatever. On YouTube. So, uh... We had these emails come out yesterday. I lost train of where I was going the Biden campaign said yesterday they were suspending campaigning Uh, now today it's come out that they're suspending their campaign because staffers have caught the virus not basically covering their butts as if They're not suspending the campaign because of the Hunter Biden controversial emails, but they're suspending it because of the virus. Um, Harris will, and Biden too, will do things online and virtually. But, I mean, they might as well have been doing that anyways. They can't fill a phone booth with Biden supporters or a Biden rally. Um... So that how it goes that. The last day of the Amy Coney Barrett hearing, uh, the poop show, before we get into the main topics of today's podcast and video, um, if you're on Twitter, or you can find me on Twitter at the real underscore Big John, you can find me on Facebook, Big John's Conservative Op-Ed page, 
you can find me on Parlor at the Real Big John, all one word, and on the Anchor app or Anchor.fm, as well as the other podcast apps like Spotify. Uh, you'll find me at Panic Attack with Big John, and on YouTube also. Do the like, the share, and the subscribe, Fizzangs. So, as usual, I didn't wanna, but I had to watch the train wreck that is the Democrats trying to embarrass Amy Coney Barrett. And they're making fools of themselves in the proxies. I get this water. They had uh, witnesses, but I don't know. I don't know what they were witnesses to. They were more like people with an opinion. Um, so we start out with Senator Blumenthal, uh, the big jerk. Uh, he was asking. I thought he was just asking random people, to be honest with you. Uh, that's what I wrote in my first notation. But he asked their opinion of. Uh, Barrett's record on guns. She said that, well, this uh, woman that they were interviewing, the, the witness or uh, someone with an opinion. I mean, they could uh, could uh, interview me. I have an opinion. Basically, she said, you know, on guns, Barrett would expand the Second Amendment. Well, Barrett can't do that. She's a Supreme Court justice, not a lawmaker, not a... Uh, policy maker uh, then they went on to Roe versus Wade uh, which is a question that Barrett refused to answer Blumenthal pointed out he did not point out that it would be illegal for her to answer that or inappropriate or um, against uh, I don't want to say against the rules that's too elementary but justices or judges in the making, in the interviewing proceeds process, I gotta stop talking like a simpleton. Um, they're not allowed to take a stand on issues. And that's what the Democrats have been trying to bait her into doing, was taking a stand on issues. Uh, so they kept saying, well, Barrett refused to answer this and Barrett refused to answer that. Uh, this woman that they were interviewing, this witness, again in quotes, witness in quotes, said that, you know, seeing, uh, oops, a sex abuse survivor, an abortion, uh, someone who had an abortion, said she's against Amy Coney Barrett. That that was just some random woman they found, actually. That wasn't the expert witness they were testifying. Uh, Empress Hirono, or Senator Hirono, pardon me, uh, said Barrett refused to answer questions about voting rights. Said that Barrett shows a pattern of racial segregation, racial discrimination. Is she, is she sure she's not talking about Joe Biden here? Uh, side that okay, Barrett showed a pattern of siding with corporations, refuses to enforce Title VII of the Civil Rights Act. And 
that some of that is what this witness that they were interviewing said, not uh, Senator Hirono. Uh, so the Dems are asking these random people to give their opinions of Barrett and her and Barrett's legal opinions. You know, when a judge makes a ruling, they write what's called an opinion or a reason for the ruling. So they're taking this person who's supposed to be a witness and an expert. She's actually the head of um, some outfit. Um, it's a, a liberal organization. And the Democrats were just asking her her opinion of Amy Coney Barrett and Amy's uh, writings, her judicial opinions, and, and so on. Uh, Cory Booker, the POS, uh, he thanked this <laughs> this woman that was on video for for being around these people and their hot air in a pandemic. So I guess he was saying the Amy Barrett and the Republicans are full of hot air. I know the Democrats are full of hot air. I don't know what he meant by, but he was insulting his colleagues basically. Thanks for being around these people and their hot air in a COVID pandemic. He said, "Way to lead off your uh, question of a witness who's not really a witness." This person then spoke out against uh, Barrett on racial injustice, uh, saying that, you know, Barrett doesn't believe that you need to read people their Miranda rights, which police rarely do that when they're arresting people. Um, police not reading the random rights lead to evidence and confessions being thrown out, Barrett wrote in one of her articles or opinions. This person said, I hope they realized that, um, you know, they didn't bring up, of course, but they didn't, do they, they, do they forget that Biden co-sponsored, co-wrote the 1994 crime bill that locked up a disproportionate number of African Americans and that Harris was known for in California. In fact, oddly enough, today I just had a a nice car ride with a truck driver who's from Texas, is a black man, and he said that uh, his uncle or somebody that lives uncle that lives in California doesn't like Harris because of how she treated African Americans in California, keeping them locked up for too long, having them uh, uh, locked up on some very minimal charges for extended periods of time, and so on and so forth. So, obviously, Cory Booker didn't do his homework on the 1994 crime bill, or he did. He chose to ignore it, and the way that Biden has. Uh, had written that and what it's done for African Americans going to jail and what Harris did for African Americans in California. Uh, this supposed witness, you know, then said, you know, there is systemic racism in our 
judicial and law enforcement and everywhere. Um, the Democrats party then said that, you know, it's disturbing to hear Barrett's views on voting rights. She will turn back the clock on voting rights. Now, they forget the original, you know, Jim Crow voting rights, uh, anti-voting rights folks were the Democrat South. The Democrats in the South uh, post-Civil War. Um, <laughs> the Democrat Party doesn't even know its own history, I guess. Um, so sad. Um, it ended with uh, Dianne Feinstein complimenting Senator Graham on how he ran the hearing. And the two of them hugged. Um, the other day, something came out. Uh, that caused Webster's Dictionary to change a definition of a word. Uh, Barrett said uh, something about, you know, she wouldn't discriminate against people based on their sexual preference. And Senator Hirono said that uh, pre the, the term preference is offensive, uh, basically called Barrett a bigot in no other terms. Because she Barrett said that she wouldn't, quote, would not discriminate based on sexual preference. So now Webster's Dictionary, under the uh, fifth definition of preference and sexual preference, now says that it is an offensive term. So this has all been a poop show, crap show. Uh, the Democrats have done nothing but attack and personally go after her. Lindsey Graham comp complimented them on not personally attacking uh, Amy Coney Barrett. But I see it differently. I thought it was nothing but four days of attacks on her character, which is impeccable. Attacks on her personally, trying to get her to answer questions on policy that they know she is not allowed to answer uh, as a nominee for the Supreme Court. So, very intriguing, my friends. Um, then we're going to figure it out once, once, uh, once we get a little signal going here. Or I'm, or I'm going to keep telling bad jokes. there to ring us into tonight's dueling debate or dueling town halls my dog's over here getting petted um so 
you had Trump on NBC and Biden on ABC. W-A-B-C. ABC. Uh, I didn't get to watch much of Biden's. I started to... And it seemed like he got extra time. Like, Trump's went off the air pretty promptly at 9 p.m. And then they just ended. NBC just stopped. And they were supposed to end at the same time. And I saw, um, you know, Biden's continuing on after Trump's was over. Um, Not that that's a big deal. The more time Joe Biden has to talk, the more, the better for Trump. Um, And it, it was like, the, the biggest takeaway I had from the two was George stuffing envelopes would ask Biden something. Biden would give out a long, uh, not very coherent answer. And then they would like go to a commercial. And then afterwards, they had commentators basically kissing Joe Biden's butt saying what he did great. Um, The first 20 minutes of the Trump... Well, let's back up a little bit. Um, Both live streams kind of had a prelude or a bit of news beforehand. Uh, So I called it like the pre-show. Um... NBC was totally biased. No mention of Biden's Burisma Ukrainian scandal. Uh, It was all about the virus, the virus, the virus, the virus. You know, they can't get Trump on the racist thing anymore. He's denied, denounced over and over again. We'll get to that later. Um, But they've tried to hang Trump on the virus. And there is a virus surge going on right now with, um, you know, it's fall. It's time for people to get sick. I, I don't know how, what else to tell you. But this virus is not going away. It's like the every other strain of flu, Every there's multiple strains of flu. Did you know that? This is just a new strain of a coronavirus. Um the, the common cold is a coronavirus. Um, and it's not to be underestimated or downplayed. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying, why do we keep a daily death toll on something that's never going away? You know? Uh, but anyways, they, they showed some polling numbers that showed Trump doing badly. However, and this is where the Burisma-Biden scandal could be rock, could rock, and could sway the election if anybody friggin' reports it. And if Facebook and Twitter allows us to share it. The the surprise in the poll that uh, NBC, I think it's NBC and it was either 
Pole Monkey, which is an odd name. Doesn't sound real legit to me, but it was either NBC and Pole Monkey or NBC and the Wall Street Journal. Doesn't matter. Uh, the surprise of the poll is that 50% of individuals feel they're better off now than they were four years ago. So they said all kinds of bad things about Trump. Uh, you know, the. anyways, let's just get into the town hall. Um, right off the bat, I said Trump needs to tone it down again. He was fighting Savannah Guthrie tooth and nail. And yeah, she was biased. She was supposed to be a moderator, but she came out debating him. The first 20 minutes, there were no questions uh, from the audience, which is what this was. The entire thing was supposed to be questions from the audience. So it took him almost a half an hour to get questions from the audience. Um, <clears throat> Guthrie questioned about uh, his coronavirus testing. And he said that he couldn't remember if he got tested the day of the first debate or not. I was told and read that the debate commission did not test people uh, as they came in, which it's available. It's possible to do that, I guess. Um, then also, she went into this thing about QAnon, which is... It's like a, a life of its own on the internet and Facebook. And followers of this Twitter handle and Facebook page, QAnon, think that there's a elite satanic, and I, I think there is too, and I'm not a QAnon person. Uh, but they think that there's an elite Hollywood satanic pedophile ring. Uh, well, you ever heard of Kevin Spacey? Formerly one of my favorite actors. <laughs> uh, have you ever heard of... Uh, who's the guy, the fat, ugly dude, that would make chicks sleep with him and then give him big movie roles? He just, He's going to jail for it now. So that wasn't a, a pedophile thing. It was just a... A dirty old man thing, but she asked Trump about, you know, do you believe at QAnon? He's like, I don't know who they are. Who? Are, what are you talking about? Say, like, oh, you you have to know about QAnon. They they look at you as their leader, and that you're going to bring down this big Democrat and Hollywood elite pedophile ring. You have to know who QAnon is. He doesn't have to know. He's the president. He's got better things to do. You couldn't ask him about the peace deals between Israel and her Arab neighbors. <coughs> you couldn't ask him about, you know, jobs, uh, the economy, none of that. So, so biased. Um... Uh, she says that he has never denounced white supremacy, which is a lie. She said, you know, you were given the opportunity at the debate to denounce supremacy and you didn't. He did too. He, they, what's his name? Uh, Chris Wallace said, you know, will you tonight denounce white supremacists? And 
Trump went sure, and then Chris Wallace started talking over top. I'm not done yet. Wait, there's more. We denounced the Proud Boys. And, uh, the leader of the Proud Boys is a uh, guy that's half Hispanic, half black, you dumbasses. Um, they started out as a, a bunch of white, snotty kids, rich kids that were going to beat up uh, Antifa kids, but it's now been taken over and is led by a minority guy. So, but anyways, Trump said he, that he has repeated it or he has denounced white supremacy repeatedly. And she said, well, you didn't at the debate the other night. And he said, look, finally, I'm going to denounce. I totally denounce white supremacists altogether. And they went back and forth on that. And I'm like, it's like Gunther's debating Trump. This isn't a town hall. This is Guthrie, Guthrie debating Trump. Uh, so biased. They should have gotten Jenna Hager or Jenna Bush Hager to do this. I mean, the Bushes are not fans of Trump, but at least she would have been unbiased. You know? So, uh, finally, an audience member got to ask a question, and it was about uh, pre-existing conditions. And Trump said, "Yeah, he will unequivocally protect pre-existing conditions, and they want to replace Obamacare with something less expensive, better, and bring down medical costs." Um, They've already started bringing down prescription drug costs with one of these uh, executive orders that are supposedly unenforceable and have no weight of law, but for some reason people follow them. And then Guthrie jumped in with a follow-up, and she kept following up and fact-checking Trump, where on ABC I noticed stuffing envelopes didn't follow up on anything with Biden. He didn't ask any follow-up questions, didn't do any fact-checking, but whatever. Different strokes for different folks, we'll say. Um, yeah, Guthrie brought up, you know, the Supreme Court is going to make a ruling on Obamacare. Um, there are 20 states right now suing the federal government, and the White House has jumped in with uh, them that uh, Obamacare should be illegal. Um, they already did away with the individual mandate. And, uh, you know, Guthrie kept saying, well, you know, on November 10th, if the Supreme Court strikes this down, you know, there way goes the end or the uh, pre-existing mandate. And Trump said, we're going to protect it. Every senator, every Republican in the House has said we're going to pre protect pre-existing conditions. Uh, but he said, first, in order to replace it, we have to repeal it before they can replace it with something. Uh, I wish he would come out with uh, an idea for or a plan. And maybe he's already got one. But, again... He has to play close to the best because they'll attack him on the plan. 
you know, why give, you know, the opposition more time to attack your plan? You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, Obamacare was dropped on us <coughs> essentially overnight one night. Um, then they talk about stimulus part four. We've done three stimulus per, uh, plans. The first one was the famous $1,200 check plans, uh, along with, um, you know, the paycheck protection plan, the loans to small businesses to stay open and keep the lights on while there was, while there were no people patronizing their businesses. Um, and Trump basically said, you know, he wants to make a deal on this. This was a question from an audience member, uh, saying, you know, we, we need the stimulus. We need help, Mr. President. Uh, the guy was supposedly stuck in traffic, but when they went to him on a video, like a Skype, he wasn't in a car. He was sitting in, in a house somewhere, like in front of a really, uh, you know, like a real nice chair. Like most people that do these blog vlogs don't sit on their couch. They uh, have these real cool chairs that they sit in, like gamer chairs. They're super comfortable, whatever. Anyways, he was sitting in a nice chair, like in front of a computer. So why is she saying he's stuck in traffic when it obviously looks like he's at his home? What a conspiracy. So Trump says he wants to make a deal for a stimulus. Uh, the Democrats keep putting in these bills, however, the post office bailout, and they want the federal government to pay for everyone to get a ballot in the mail, which we're probably too close to the election for that. The Democrats just need to drop that and the post office bailout. But Guthrie, you know, pushed him and said, you know, you're the deal maker. You're supposed to be the great deal maker. You know, why can't you come to a deal on this? It's been since July. And Trump said flat out, the Democrats keep putting things into these bills that they know we're just not going to agree to. And it's that simple. They keep wanting a bailout of the post office, um, mass mail-out ballots, and, you know, Guthrie, you know, pointed out to him, well, you know, one day you tweeted, that's it, no more deals till after the election, we're done negotiating, and then you tweeted, you know, I'll sign up, well, no, she didn't bring up the fact that he tweeted, uh, give me a bill for $1,200 stimulus checks and I'll sign it right now, and Nancy Pelosi's thing uh, on Meet the, or no, it was on CNN, her, she got into it with Wolf Blitzer, she said, well, we're not paying for, you know, the president to send out $1,200 checks with his name printed on them. You know, we're not doing that. Well, that's what the American people want. They don't want a post office bailout. If they want mail-in balloting, they'll request an absentee ballot. Okay, those are the things the Democrats are throwing in there that the media is not telling you that is holding back your next stimulus and the next bailout for small businesses. And Guthrie kept pushing him on, you know, you're the deal maker, you tweeted, go big or go home. Well, why won't you go in with the Democrats and go big? 
What about the Senate Republicans who say, no, we're not going big, we're not doing this again. And Trump said, you know, I think more Senate Republicans are going to be on board than what you think. Next, they went to the corporate taxes. The infamous, you know, Democrat excuse, well, Republicans are just looking out for big corporations. Trump, this was a beautiful answer, probably the best answer he gave all night. By cutting the corporate taxes, it created jobs. Companies were able to invest in their employees, in their infrastructure, in technology to make their companies run better. They brought companies back to the United States that were overseas, like our auto manufacturers, that Obama said, oh, what's Trump think? He's got a magic wand and he can just wave it and make these jobs come back. <laughs> Guess he's got a magic wand, Obama, because he did. And it's through this corporate tax cut. And he said, that, you know, you see companies pouring in back into the United States because of our tax cut. If Biden gets in there and raises the tax rates, they're going to leave again. So then they got into criminal justice uh, in regards to race. Trump used this line that he feels he's done more for African Americans than anyone since Abraham Lincoln. The First Step Act, which reviews the records and uh, prosecutions of African American well, of people that are in jail for nonviolent crimes, and have they served enough time? Have they reformed? And if they've you know shown good behavior and things, they've been in jail for 20 years since the 1994 uh, crime bill, 26 years actually. Then maybe they should be set free. Maybe they've done their time. You can go into any jail in America, and Cory Booker and Lindsey Graham agreed on this earlier today, actually at the Barrett hearing. You go into any prison, and the warden will tell you, this person shouldn't be here. He's not a, he's not a bad person. They, they made a mistake, they should be out. Well, Trump already did that in the First Step Act, and they're going to do a Second Step Act that's going to do that even further if these racists Biden and Harris don't get in there. Trump brought up, you know, he's given more money to historically black colleges and he's guaranteed it for 10 years. He talked about his opportunity zones. Uh, then, you know, somebody brought up DACA. The, uh, basically, these are people called dreamers where their parents snuck them into the country when they were babies. Pardon me for the extreme close-up. Um, but their parents snuck them into the country when they were babies. They've lived here under the radar. They went to schools. They worked jobs. They contribute to America. Uh, Trump said, we will take care of DACA, and we will take care of the Dreamers, and we're going to work on it. Uh, We'll see the results next year. Guthrie challenged him on DACA. Uh, Trump said, yeah, well, we ended the practice of catch and release. 
where, you know, if we catch somebody in this country illegally, you take them downtown, you fingerprint them, and then you let them go. No, we take them, we deport them back to their country of origin. So, that's where it started to end. Not many people got questions in because Guthrie had her own personal debate with Donald Trump for the first 20 minutes of it over uh, his testing. He's And, you know, I, I kind of wondered if maybe he's playing dumb a little bit on, you know, did you get tested the day of the first debate or not? Um, you know, he said he couldn't remember. He's like, I get tested all the time, uh, almost every day. Uh, and, she's, and she just kept hammering away like this was the most earth-shattering thing ever. You know, do you get, did you get tested that day or not? How can you not remember whether or not you got tested that day? And, and I mean, he's the president of the United States. Whatever he says is going to be wrong, according to the media. You know, they're going to say, well, you know, oops, Trump didn't get tested. Now, I, I heard that the Presidential Debate Commission did not test everyone who walked into that building. And they could have done so. Um, so I, I'm not going to worry about that. Um, overall, it was another one of these, you know, Trump versus the moderator debates. Next Thursday night, there will be uh, a head-to-head debate with Biden and Trump to round out the (coughs) election season. Uh, Trump talked about, you know, we're going to have even more jobs created this quarter. That's going to come out a couple days before the election. And the real news of the day is, you know, how will this uh, Hunter Biden email that has now become public, multiple emails, and somebody posted, it was just a meme, but I hope it's true, uh, pictures of Hunter Biden smoking crack on his laptop. Um, Who knows? But, you know, we'll see what goes on there. That's the the real story. Biden is in big trouble with this uh, you know, Ukrainian deal on his son. He's been caught in complete lies. Um, so, you know, the debate or the, I keep wanting to call it a debate, the town hall, uh, I think went well. Trump answered the people's questions well. He was very feisty and very, uh, you know, attacked Savannah Guthrie. Because, I mean, she's attacked him repeatedly on the uh, Today Show. And that's what, the way NBC billed this was a Today Show special, uh, you know, town hall with Trump. And they could have gotten a much better person to to be the moderator of this. But it's just amazing how, you know, stuffing envelopes doesn't push Joe Biden but the moderators push back on Trump and try to fact check him uh, and try to get him worked up. And he's a president that will fight you. He's not afraid to fight back. He's a New Yorker. Well, he's a Floridian now. But he grew up a New Yorker. The guy's not afraid to fight. I mean, the guy saw a, a mugging taking place 
and chase down a mugger. <laughs> I mean, you know, show me, you know, billionaires that, that do that. You know, not very many. So, anyways, hope you guys enjoyed this little breakdown and analyses of uh, the debate or the town hall, if you want to call it that. We'll see how next Thursday's debate goes because the debate commission had to change the rules because the first time around Biden just got his butt handed to him by Trump. So, what's that? God bless you. Thanks for listening, watching, so on and so forth. Have a great, great day.